This week, we are going into Greek mythology, and you can read this on my blog, which is my crazy synchronicities.wordpress.com. It's also in the bio, but I'm going to teach you the beginning of Greek mythology, and obviously, the stories change in variations, so I try to make it as sort of non-complaint-like as possible. So bear with me when I read this, because I am telling you I'm going to butcher some of the names. So Hesiod claimed that chaos was a dwelling between Earth and Tartarus. Tartarus is where the Titans live. Now, from chaos, the first three gods came, Gaia, Earth, Eros, Love, and Tartarus, the underworld. Now, chaos went on from there to create Nyx, which is the night, and Erebus, which is darkness. Gaia had Orea, the mountains, Pontus, the sea, and Uranus, heaven, with whom she gave birth to the Titans. The Titans were the age of gods before the Olympians. They were Coeus, Creus, Cronus, sometimes linked to the Cronus, meaning time. Hyperion, Lepidus, Minmosine, Oceanus, Phoebe, Rhea, Tethys, Thea, and Themis, and after which she birthed three Cyclops, Arges, Brontes, Brontes, and Steropes. And lastly, Pontus, her godson, and an Olympian, she had Aceto, Eureba, Neris, Phorcys, and Thalmus. Guaranteed I did not say them right. So Uranus, <clears throat> he despised his children when they were born. So he made them all go back up into Gaia's womb. Now their son Cronus waited until his father tried to sleep with Gaia one more time. And Cronus cut off Uranus's gen- genitals with an adamantine sickle that Gaia had given him for the task. So it freed him and his siblings. Unfortunately, the blood from the attack impregnated Gaia and she gave birth to the three fates, the Arrhenius, many giants, and Miliad, which are nymphs from the ash tree, and the blood that dripped into the sea created the goddess Aphrodite. So Cronus had six children of his own with his sister Rhea. They had Demeter, Hades, Hera, Hestia, Poseidon, and Zeus. Now with Philyra, his niece, through Oceanus, they gave birth to the centaur Chiron. Sadly, as the leader of the Golden Age, Cronus became much like his father Uranus was, and he was told by a prophecy that he would be overthrown by one of his children. So he swallowed up all of his sons except for Zeus, because Rhea had ran away from Cronus to give birth and safety. He then imprisoned the Cyclops and the Hectocheries, <laughs> one of the giants, and Campe the Dragonus, one of the many nymphs, kept guard over them. And so Gaia and Rhea wrapped a stone and told Cronus that it was the baby Zeus, and he swallowed it too. Now, in safekeeping, Zeus was raised by Crete, by a goat, Amalthea, the goat which will later become Capricorn. So when Zeus was older, he was disguised by Matisse, who would later become his first wife, 
as a cupbearer and gave Cronus a drink, which made him vomit up all of his siblings. They went up against him in the ten-year-long battle called the Titanomachy. The Titans moved the Pantheon from Mount Othrys to Mount Olympus. The Titans along Cronus were imprisoned in Tartarus in the underworld. Cronus eventually rose to heaven as a hero. The only Titans not imprisoned after the war was Themis and Prometheus for fighting on Zeus's side. The three brothers were left, Zeus, Hades, and Poseidon, so they drew straws. Zeus became the god and ruler of man and sky. Poseidon became the god of the seas. And lastly, Hades lost and became god of the underworld. So it's told, apparently, that Romans believe Cronus escaped his prison to Lutlium in Italy, where he was then named Saturn, and they celebrate him every December during what they call Saturn, what is it? Saturnalia for six days. Now, if you know the tarot, Saturn rules Capricorn, the devil. So it's interesting that the goat that raised him is Capricorn. So next in the tale is Sir Gaia's beginning of her story and the beginning of Zeus's reign. So Zeus, as leader of the gods, decided, like his father, to put his siblings in prison. Now, Alcyonius, the giant, was robbing the god Helios from the soul family's cattle. Gaia knew from prophecy that the Gigantus could only be beat if he was off his homeland. So while she was looking for a plant to keep him safe, Zeus had kept Eos, the dawn, and Helios, the sun, and Selene, the moon, from shining, so Gaia couldn't see the plant, and Zeus took them all from her. This started the battle of the Gigantomachy, <laughs> a battle between the Gigantus, or the giants, and her sons against the Olympian gods. Hercules, the half-human, fought against Alcyonius, Athena, goddess of war and wisdom, having buried the giantess in Celadius under Sicily, had Hercules pull Alcyonius off his land to kill him. The rest of the giantess were buried under islands, which caused volcanoes to erupt and earthquakes when they move in their graves. <clears throat> Gaia did not give up so easily, though. With her brother Tartarus, she gave birth to a fire-breathing dragon called Typhus. Unfortunately, Zeus was able to win via his bolts of lightning, and Gaia finally accepted that her son was the leader of the gods. She was actually the one to give the golden apples from the nymphs to the nymphs Hesperides to Hera, his wife, who would be his seventh and final wife. Now, if you go through my blog, you'll see different things where we're talking about different signs, and they all come with Hercules mythologies. So Hercules had 12 different sort of um, lessons that he learned throughout time, is through his time, and that's where he goes through the 12 signs of the zodiac. But since we are in Aquarius still, I'm going to read for you a little bit about Aquarius so you can learn about it. 
So Aquarius is generally thought to run between January 20th and February 19th. It's an air sign. It's fixed. So Aquarians or Aquarius actually means water bearer or cup bearer and has the symbol of two waves. It's also located where other constellations with water names are referred to as the sea. So not only do we think of aqua as water, but it literally is where the water signs are, even though it's an air sign. And you'll see depicted in tarot where you will actually see a man usually with pouring water into the sea. So it says here that you will see the picture for Aquarius by the young man pouring nectar or water into the mouth of a fish. Um, representing the giving of wisdom. So it's found in people with the zodiac sign to be the ones who are going to dig deeper to understand things more than most. The name comes along with the rain season. Sumerians named the Aquarian stars for good luck with farming for the coming season. They are humanitarians and feel their work has to benefit others, not just themselves. But they can become cocky if they let this go to their heads and be very argumentative. This drive for knowledge also means that they're likely to be social with many different types of people to learn as much as they can. Aquarius is said to have two planets, Saturn and Uranus. So Saturn, like we said of Cronus, is sometimes seen as Cronus, father time. And that's because it has a longer cycle than any other planet. Now, like we said, we have Cronus that the Greeks used, meaning Cronus, time to represent Saturn. And it represents structure and control. In Babylon, it was depicted as the god Ninurta, lord of the earth, with the coming rain season that Aquarius is known for. This makes sense given that Ninurta was a god of fertility, rain, and storms. Nonetheless, the overall essence of Saturn is harvest and death, the reality of impermanence. So Uranus, the god of the sky, the father of Saturn, comes with drastic change after being overthrown by Saturn, or Cronus, which we just read about. It can mean dangerous risks, but it is all about discovery and human will. So it comes with brilliant minds and is known for big advancements when it passes through the zodiac sign, such as Gemini when the electronic computer was invented. So Aquarius and Tarot in the Major Arcana, they all have, um, each of the cards have an astrological association, either with the zodiac sign or a planet. And the card for Aquarius is the star number 17. So it's the light at the end of the tunnel. It's hope. It's sort of like the Norse rune de Gauze. Now in reverse, there are doubts, feeling lost, a negative mindset, it's associated to the fish hook, like Hebrew letter Sasadi, which I'm butchering, but it's spelled T-S-A-D-H-E, which, which its meaning is stronghold built on the side of a mountain. So the Arabs depicted Aquarius as a bucket because it's actually forbidden to depict any kind of living beings, which I thought was fascinating. Sumerians thought of Aquarius as a vessel used during the Great Flood. Egyptians classed this as the keeper of the Nile River, which was known for flooding lands, but also bringing nourishment.
And lastly, the Babylonians considered this time to be the curse of the rain. So you can go to the blog, which I said is linked in my bio, and you can learn about that as well. The latest blog entry is all about the different houses of astrology, a brief overview. So since every zodiac sign has its own house that is favored for, you can see how the signs are impacted when they go into those houses.